real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real. Only gon' recognize, still, still recognize, will. Like we always do with this time. everybody to the KIRP radio show. I'm your host Pudgy and I'm excited to be here this evening with you guys as normal. You guys are definitely B.I.G. in my book and I really appreciate the love and support that you always show me. I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing that it's amazing that so many people pay attention to what's going on. I mean, I always knew that, you know, most, especially in North Carolina, I always knew that people kind of had their ear to the street. But I didn't know that many people were really uh, paying attention to what's going on via Internet and uh, were really, you know, out there with their boots on the ground trying to make things happen. So shout out to everybody out there who are paying attention and who has their feet, their boots on the ground, as we like to say, and are in neighborhoods and communities and conventions all over the state, all over the country as well. Shout out to everybody out there who's doing something positive and being and being inspired, inspired. Man, I can't even talk right tonight. Just, I'm, I'm so excited. So, uh, you know, shout out to everybody out there, man. Uh, March 2nd, uh, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day in North Carolina. I don't know if you guys realize it or not, but it was like 70 degrees out here today, baby. And that right there gets me happy because I love good weather. I love 70-degree weather. It's the best because I get to pull out my motorcycle and I get to vroom, vroom all over the state, all over the city, all over the county. It's a beautiful thing, man. It's a beautiful thing. Shout out to all my bike riders out there. If you guys are new to the KRP radio show, you know that we do shout outs. I'm got to let you know that we do shout outs. So look for it. At any given time, I'm always reading the blogs or I, I got my team here and they send me messages and let me know what's going on. 
they let me know if people are, are sending shout outs and we try to get those shout outs on the air. And uh, where this came from, you know, when I first had the idea for doing the show, uh, I was talking to some business associates of mine. And, and of course, you know, if you're like me, when you have an idea about something, it's the biggest and the best idea in the world. I mean, I, you know, I had KRP and big lights and, you know, you know, the whole works, man. I, I was really worked up about it. And, you know, I thought the show would be, uh, I don't know what I thought the show would be, but anyway, uh, where I got the shout out idea from is because I wanted to be uh, a, a representative for the people. And I always call myself a representative. I'm not uh, any kind of uh, political candidate. I'm not any kind of pundit, you know, I, I don't, not professionally anyway. And uh, I'm not some, I'm not a, I'm not a politician. You know, I, I report and I invite guests that my listeners want to hear from and, and political candidates that, that affect our societies and our communities and our government. You know, I like to invite these people on. So being a representative of the people and, and having my ear to the street and my boots on the ground, so to speak, uh, this show is a little bit different. So I always said that I wanted to do shout outs. And the reason I came up with doing shout outs is because all the military folks that are out there, when I was doing a blog, you know, I always shout out the military. I, I think that uh, not from a political perspective, but for, for which it stands, you know, my hat's off first and foremost to anybody who signs up to fight in this, what, what I like to call free army or, uh, uh, and, 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 and dedicate their lives to the well-beings of others. You know, there's a lot of things that we can say about the military. There's a lot of things that we can say about the government, you know, how, how corrupt they may be or, you know, remember Benghazi. I'm, a, I'm, I'm huge on that. Definitely remember Benghazi. You know, there's a lot of things that happen that we don't have all the answers to. And there's definitely a lot of things that happen that politicians just flat out lie about Hillary Clinton. I ain't going to say her name, but, uh, you know, I just wanted to be a beacon of light for the people and to be able to give shout outs. To all my people out there who are fighting for this great nation, whether you like it or not, for, for what it's worth, I love this country that I'm born in. I love this country that I live in. I love this country that my forefathers have fought for. That's right, my forefathers. For all the people out there who don't know their real damn history, pardon my language, too bad if you don't, they're my forefathers too, by the way. Yes, this black conservative right here, I know don't make it race, but too bad you got the wrong show if you think you're going to dictate what I say. Just not happening. Shout out to my man, Andrew Breitbart. B.I.G. Rest in peace to that brother, man. I wish he was here today. Oh, my God. I miss this dude so much. If you guys aren't privy to uh, what Andrew Breitbart has brought to the table or, or what Andrew Breitbart stood for, you know, some people aren't going to like him in the conservative movement, okay? It is what it is. Some people aren't going to like him in the liberal movement, okay? It is what it is. Some people are not going to like him on the right. Some people are not going to like him on the left. Andrew Breitbart was the true identity of what an American citizen is and what we can accomplish and the freedoms that we have. Shout out to that brother. May he rest in peace. Definitely a big shout out to his family and his kids. You know, I, I wish that brother was around. And, and a part of me that does this show, a, a, a nice portion of me, when I do this show, I like to embody Andrew Breitbart, you know? This was the type of guy that pushed the limits, you know? Shout out to my sister, Sonny Johnson, too. Check her out on Twitter, at symbol Sonny Johnson, Sonny with an O, S-O-N-N-I-E Johnson. You better know how to spell it if you're listening to this show. But, uh... You know, I like to embody people like Andrew Breitbart. I like to embody people like, you know, some of you guys who, who get on social media and, 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 and blast these politicians, okay, and hold these people accountable and, and, and just make a big deal out of what most people in America will consider. That's nothing. We don't care about that. We don't, I don't need to know anything about that. You're idiots. For all you people out there who feel like you don't need to know what's going on, who feel like you don't need to understand how our civil liberties are being taken away from us and how our freedoms are being infringed upon. For all you people infringed upon, excuse me, for all you people who don't believe in this, for all you people who think it's not a big deal, for all you people who don't care, who get up every day and waste this beautiful God-given space that he gives us, you don't deserve it. 
For all you people out there who don't believe in that, just go somewhere, find you a corner in the middle of the woods where the deer probably sleeps. By the way, I never, I always wanted to know where the deer sleep. I never, anyway, but you guys need to find you a place in the woods somewhere next to where the deer sleep in that corner of the woods where there's no light, where nobody ever goes, where nobody cares. You guys need to go to that spot in the woods and just lie there and willow away with the leaves and the elements of the woods because if you don't care what's being taken away from you, if you don't care how you're being taken advantage of, if you don't care about this slavery that the government pro propositions and proposes every other day and every week, if you don't believe that our liberties are being infringed upon, you need to go to that place and just go away. Just willow away. We don't need you around always trying to make a mockery of the things that we know are important. Or, 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 or we don't need you around trying to make a mockery of the conversations that we have. Uh, or you're too, they, they always say, oh, P Pudgy, you're always, you're so extreme. You know, you always think that this is going to happen to the extent of that. I remember a time when Sarah Palin, shout out to Sarah Palin right now. Somebody let her know we gave her a B.I.G. shout out on this show. Listen, let me, let me, let me enlighten you guys about that, about that president, about that candidacy real quick. I, let me just enlighten you guys who, 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 who all don't understand what was going on. Let me enlighten you all who don't know. To all you guys who, who belong to that, that to that club in the middle of the woods where you need to willow away, let me enlighten you guys what really went on. First of all, if any of you were asked to run for vice president out of the God's blue day, just out of middle out of the middle of nowhere and and, and and they brought you in and tried to brief you on things that you truth be told probably never ever ever seen or, or some of the things you've never even heard of because let's face it, most governors in America they don't really know what's going on on the national front. They don't really know what's happening in national security. Let's face it, let's just call it what it is. We like to we would like to think that they do, right? There's a, there's, a, there's a large part of me that, that says, oh, all of our governors across the nation really know what's going on, but they don't. That's the reality, folks, and you got to deal with what the reality gives you. Most of our governors don't know. So that takes a person like Sarah Pellin. I'm not saying she's the brightest bulb in the room. I'm not saying she's the smartest fifth grader in the class. I'm not saying she's the most brilliant person in politics. I'm not saying any of that. But I remember a time when she opened her mouth and she said something about Mr. President Obama that made all the sense in the world. And everybody went, oh, your foreign policy is nuts. Your foreign policy doesn't make sense. You don't know what you're talking about. There's no way that we're going to get invaded. We don't know what you're talking about. There's nothing going on with Russia. Russia doesn't matter. Russia is our best friend. Putin, oh, him and President Obama are great friends. We don't have to worry about Putin. Sarah Palin, you don't know what you're talking about. By the way, by the way, got to give a shout out to another individual that I know a lot of you might not like. That's too bad, by the way. But Mitt Romney said the same thing. If you were listening to the debate, when he was debating President Obama, he said the same thing was going to happen with our foreign policy and dealing with Russia and Putin. And he said the same thing with dealing with the Ukraine. He said the exact same thing. And what did President Obama say to him? And I'm not trying to make this an Obama bash club. I'm so, I'm so beyond that. I'm so not about President Obama or this president or that president. I'm just bringing up mere facts, okay? I'm just telling you guys what reality is. But what, but what did President Obama say to Mitt Romney when he brought up the fact about the Ukraine and, 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 and Putin and Russia and our foreign, our foreign diplomacy? You know what President Obama said? President Obama tried to make a mockery of what that man said. He tried to make a mockery of it. He asked him, he told him he needed to bring his foreign diplomacy up to, to, to the current year, or, or he made some snide remark about his foreign diplomacy was stuck in the 80s, or something stupid, something, something, something stupid, you know how most liberals do, they try to make a mockery of what you're saying, and most of them don't even know the facts anyway, the truth of the matter is, they were right, okay, now we have a crisis 
in that part of the nation, in that part of the world, excuse me. All because President Obama, who had the worst foreign, foreign diplomacy ideas in the first place, let's just face it, there's no way you were going to pull out of Afghanistan in two weeks. Anybody that really believed that was probably an idiot. No disrespect to you all, but you were probably an idiot if you really believed that. There's no way we could get up. Anyway, listen, it's 816, 16 after the hour of 8 o'clock. It's been beautiful right now. Shout out to everybody out there who's listening to the KRP radio show. We got to bring a very special and a very frugal person to this show by the name of Charlotte Holder from StretchingYourBudget.com. Try a super saver herself. She's going to be on the show here in just a second. We got to go to one commercial, maybe two, because I'm going to skip some later. So maybe let's, let's go to two. We're going to go to two commercials, then we're going to bring Charlotte on, and she's going to tell you guys uh, something a little bit uh, uh, that has to do with saving, okay? I, I don't know what she's going to tell you. I never know. Charlotte's just B.I.G. in our book, and I really appreciate everything that she does. Charlotte holds it down for us, guys. So while we're at this commercial, check out StretchingYourBudget.com. We're going to come back with Charlotte, and then we're going to bring on our special guest for tonight, none other than Dr. Greg Brandon, baby. BRG in my book, 619-638-8559 is the number, KRPRadioShow.com. Let me say it slow because you think I'm talking fast, but really you're listening slow. It's KIRPRadioShow.com. Check us out on Blog Talk. Check us out on iTunes. Tell a friend, Facebook, I see you guys. Twitter, I see you guys too. We're going to talk about some things when I come back. I'll be right back. So North Carolina leaders aren't doing anything, huh? Well, last time I checked, North Carolina now has the largest budget allocated to education ever in its history. And in the first time in over 10 years, teachers are getting a raise. If that's not action. Calling all conservatives. Here's an awesome opportunity for you to meet Lieutenant Governor Dan Forrest and Louisiana State Senator Albert Gilroy on March 31st in Raleigh, North Carolina. Here's the truth and not what the liberal media says is happening in NC. Learn why Senator Gilroy is proud to say he used to be a Democrat, but is now a proud Republican. Also meet local elected officials and 2014 Republican candidates of Wake County. For more information and to get your ticket, make sure you log on to www.wakegop.org. Again, that's www.wakegop.org. See you there. 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today. to the KRRP radio show, baby. 619-638-8559 is the number that you want to call if you want to get through. 
I don't know if we're going to take any questions tonight, man. We're going to see what we can do. But in just 10 minutes, we're going to bring the great Dr. Greg Brandon on the show, senatorial candidate out of North Carolina, trying to get rid of Miss Kay Hagan here. And uh, from what I've been told, Greg is the man to do it. We're going to see. We're going to talk to him tonight. I don't know if you guys have seen him uh, throughout North Carolina. And, you know, this man has been a trailblazer, man. He's been all over. He's spreading his constitutional message. And right now it seems to be catching on fire, but we'll talk about that later. Right now we want to welcome to the show Charlotte Holder from StretchingYourBudget.com and the Triad Super Saver on Twitter. Charlotte, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> hey. How's it going? <laughs> you always perky, man. I mean, I, I, man, I'm so turned up in here, and I'm so loud, and I'm I'm ready to go, and I'm hot. I need some water, by the way. Can I get some water? And, uh, you know, you're just like, hey, how you doing? Jeez. <laughs> I'm kind of tired today, so get... I'm not, not as chipper. Tired? Charlotte, it's like 70 degrees outside today. You got to be happy about that at least, right? Uh, yes, I am extremely happy about that. Although tomorrow is not looking promising. <laughs> uh oh. So, so I didn't get to the weather report yet, and I know people are going to complain about that. Shout out to everybody out there who sends us letters and say, "Budgie, you forgot the weather again." I know. Okay, I know. I get it. My bad. I know you guys listen <laughs> to the show for the weather. Yeah, right. Charlotte, what do you got for us this week, man? I know you got something nice for us that we can do to save some dollars. Um, well, I think you had mentioned wanting some tax tips, so I thought I'd go over a few, you know, tax deductions you might be missing out on. Oh, yes. Please, Bobby, you have the floor. You have eight minutes. Do your thing. <laughs> okay, good. Um, well, if you're a teacher, um, you more than likely know this, but there could be some teachers out there that don't, and I know teachers don't make a ton of money anyway, so I always like to hit on this point, um, just as another way for you to get, you know, hopefully some deductions and and get a little money back instead of having to pay. So um, teachers K through 12, you can um, write off any kind of um, materials that you buy for your classroom. So I know a lot of schools nowadays do not give school supplies and, um, you know, anything for the boards and any kind of, you know, visual aids that you might want to use that comes above and beyond, um, you know, what they actually provide. So anything that you did, you know, use out of your pocket that you spend for your classroom specifically, um, keep your receipts, and you can write that off, um, you know, as a deduction for, for those expenses. So that's another way for you to deduct um, some tax taxes and hopefully not have to pay. Another um, tip that I like to bring up and many people don't know is if you're moving, um, you know, moving can be hard and, and it can cost a lot of money. you got moving trucks and gas and all kinds of different things. So you can deduct um, what you spend packing and moving your belongings, you know, anything from storage, insurance, transportation, lodging, anything basically associated with the move. Um, there's a limited limit to the deduction, and the, the kicker with the move, though, is that you have to be doing it for a new job. So it's not like you can just move across town and, and write off those deductions every six months, you know, when your lease is up or, or whatever it may be. So the, the thing you have to remember is if you're moving for a job, you're required to move, then you can write off any of those um you know, expenses that you have for travel, everything included. So, um, and and you, one other kicker is that it's got to be at least 50 miles away from your other home or, you know, wherever you were moving from. So two things to keep in mind, but definitely huge if you're moving. You know, I had a family member that just moved out of, across the whole country. <laughs> so, you know, that's definitely, and that was for a job. So it's definitely something that can be expensive. Um, and most people may or may not know that you can write those expenses off. So good thing to keep in mind. Um, another thing that I love, um, you know, everybody these days are working most of the time. It's a two-income family. So um, if you have any kind of hey. daycare expenses that you have to, um, you know, you go to work, you leave your child with a caregiver, you can write off your um, daycare expenses Um so those are some good things to to keep in mind. It can't be school, you know, like from kindergarten up. It has to be for preschool daycare type facility. Um, 
So it's a percentage. You'll see that when you go through your taxes, or if you have somebody doing your taxes, you'll come across that question. So um, we do that every year. Um, you know, daycare is extremely expensive for those of you that do not have to put your child in daycare. Um, and that's just another great way to kind of get some deductions and lower your taxes. And, you know, for if you have somebody sick in your family or um, maybe somebody that's elderly or if you're self-employed, anybody that has a huge expense on health care, um, then this is one that you, you kind of want to keep in in the back of your mind. Um you can write 10% off of your adjusted gross income that you spent in healthcare. Um, this comes into you know play if you're self-employed. You know a lot of times you're having to pay huge premiums and things aren't covered. You have to pay a lot of expenses out of pocket, and those medical you know expenses add up. So it can quickly get to 10% of your adjusted gross income, especially if you if you don't make a lot, um, that kind of thing. So. Keep that in mind if you, you know, maybe you have a baby or you know, somebody is sick, you know, anything along those lines, as long as it equals 10% of um, your adjusted gross income or more, you can write any of those things off. Um, the key thing to remember is, like, if you're paying, you can't write off, uh, let's say, uh, if you do work for an employer and you have to pay a certain amount monthly for your insurance, you can't write that portion off. It's anything outside of that. So co-pays, um, medicines, any kind of that, hospital bills that are not covered by your insurance, things to those nature. So those are just a few things. I can go over some more down the road. But, um, you know, it's that time of year, tax season. So you definitely don't want to miss out on any any kind of deductions because nobody wants to pay. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you like this, Charlotte. And you might not agree with me, right? I'm sure you're not going to agree with me, but it's like this right here. This is it. My president said that he's going to give me health care. So I'm not going to have any expenses to write off anymore. How you like that? <laughs> if you choose to go with that health care, then yes, that would be correct. <laughs> Got to go with it, baby. That's the way to go. Obamacare, that's the way to go. That's what's popping. That's what we're going to do. And I don't have to worry about no write-offs no more. I'm not, matter of fact, I'm not even going to pay my doctor bills anymore because the president got me. That's right. <laughs> I'm not so sure I would put that much faith in him. So <laughs> if you want to do that, you can. <laughs> that's my man. Listen, that's my man. Did you see that selfie pic? You know, forget about what's going on over there in Russia and Putin and all that. We forget about that. The president sent out a selfie pic. Did you see that joint? Oh, no, so cool. Yeah, man, it's so cool. Charlotte, I appreciate the information. I know a lot of people can use that information. That is definitely some good stuff. And it is tax season, so all you folks that pay, you know, do like I do. Wait two minutes before, just like we're on eBay, and uh, then you hit the button and, and you send your money in. I'll, I'll wait to the very last minute, the very last minute before I pay them anything. It is what it is. Yep. Charlotte, appreciate you coming on the show, doing what you do. As always, it's nothing but love here. And uh, next week, you know, bring us a little bit more of that information back. I'm sure people like it. Yeah, for sure. All right, folks, 619-638-8559. That was Charlotte Holder from StretchingYourBudget.com. StretchingYourBudget.com. That's the right way to say it. Also, you can check her out on Twitter at symbol triad super saver herself she's also on facebook at the same triad super saver check her out she always leaves deals on the table uh she's got coupons out there for people and charlotte is single-handedly responsible and i don't know why i didn't just tell her that for me and my family saving over two to three thousand over two thousand dollars uh in in our family budget with food and cleaning supplies and, and toiletries and all that good stuff. So she, what she does is definitely a benefit, and we definitely salute her for that. She also does something for the troops where she collects canned goods, and you know we salute the troops on here. You a B.I.G. We'll be right back after one commercial with the special guest of the hour, Mr. Greg Brandon, favorite for Senate NC. We'll be right back after these messages, folks. Stay with me. How many more innocent people? How many more? How many more? 
What has been the number one cause of unnatural death in history? Democide, or death by government, has killed 290 million people on record. Look it up. Go look it up. In the 20th century, government murdered four times as many people as were killed in all the international and domestic wars combined. USSR, 61,911,000 people killed. Hitler's Germany, nearly 21 million people killed. Japan's imperialism, nearly 6 million people killed. Western colonization killed over 50 million people. Pol Pot's Cambodia, funded by the U.S. government, 2 million people killed. China's Communist Party, as many as 76 million people killed between 1949 and 1987. And the list goes on and on. Demand to know why the Department of Homeland Security bought more than 1.6 billion hollow point bullets. How many more people does government have to kill? Enough. Enough. Demand an end to citizen disarmament. As an American. As an American citizen. As a patriot. For your children. Enough of the people laying down and letting government kill them in mass after disarming them as they've done throughout history over and over again. Now is the time. It's time. It's time to realize that when the government takes your guns, people die. It's time to realize the biggest threat to you and your family is government. It's time to recognize Government is the greatest killer of all time. Demand they show you the word hunting in the Second Amendment. Demand our politicians uphold the Constitution and Bill of Rights as they swore to when they took office. It's time for our leaders to read the Constitution. It's time for our leaders to obey the Constitution. The Constitution. The Constitution. Because a well-regulated militia with 10-round magazines wouldn't last very long. So now you know the most dangerous thing to you and your family in the world is government. Because mass murderers agree, gun control works. Calling all conservatives. Here's an awesome opportunity for you to meet Lieutenant Governor Dan Forrest and Louisiana State Senator Albert Gilroy on March 31st in Raleigh, North Carolina. Here's the truth and not what the liberal media says is happening in NC. Learn why Senator Gilroy is proud to say he used to be a Democrat, but is now a proud Republican. Also meet local elected officials and 2014 Republican candidates of Wake County. For more information and to get your ticket, make sure you log on to www.wakegop.org. Again, that's www.wakegop.org. See you there. Welcome back. Welcome back, folks. Sorry about the long commercials, man. We went ahead and got them out of the way because I don't want to be interrupted by this man that we're about to bring on here on the show. Uh, this guy is awesome in, in more than one way. I mean, you know the commercial with the most interesting man? This guy is so awesome that he had another man said he had a man crush on him. How about that? Eh? Who can say that? I, I can't say that. Welcome to the show, Dr. Greg Brennan. How are you, sir? Pleasure. Wonderful, brother. Doing fantastic. Thank you for inviting me on your show. Hey, man, I couldn't wait to have you on the show, Greg. I I tell you what, I remember, I'll never forget the first time we met in your office, and, and a great friend to me ever since, uh, very valiant guy. I've seen you go in, as I like to say, in on, on YouTube videos, from Facebook videos, all sorts of social media videos. I've seen you do your thing for a very long time, and I'm so glad that you have finally thrown your hat in the race. It has been a long time coming, my friend. Yeah, thank you. We prepared for this with our Founders Truth Group. Uh, we've been in the race now for just over a year. Uh, I mean, it's, it's humbling, Pudgy. It's humbling. God has opened a lot of doors. We're just looking for men and women uh, who understand that this is very important, that we know our Declaration of Independence, the philosophy of our government, understand the Constitution and our Bill of Rights, and that the sovereign, our Creator, made us in His image, and the role of government is to protect the individual. And that message is just booming. And we have been blessed to have you know, Rand Paul's endorsement, Ron Paul's endorsement, you know, Glenn Beck, Freedom Works, Eric Erickson, uh, Matt Kibbe, uh, Ann Coulter. It has just been humble, is all I can tell you. And we have, you know, yeah, uh, I, you know uh, G, uh, G4GC, uh, Conservatives for Gulfport County, uh, more mm-hmm. Tea Party. 
Um, it's just, it's been, again, the worries all the time is humbling. Yeah, that, that's that's a very good way to put it. Those are some big-time endorsements, too, by the way. There's not a lot of people who get those endorsements because, let's face it, you know, those entities have a lot to lose by coming out and endorsing someone before primary, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And, and you know, it, it looks at the, the work we've done. Our campaign's been just fabulous. We're a grassroots. I think we have about 70,000 uh, on, on Facebook now. Uh, FreedomWorks has, I think, 150,000 activists in the state. We got over uh, wow. 15,000 donations already. Uh, average person is like $47. This is truly a grassroots organization. But, you know, you know, I probably see that about four years ago, and we were talking about what this country needed. We needed, we needed men and women to stand up and honor their oath. And yeah. this whole process, asked, I had asked myself a question, and I believe our founders asked themselves the same questions. Who is sovereign, and what is a legitimate role of government? And both those questions are answered in the second paragraph of our declaration. We are endowed by our creator. So creator is a sovereignness in his image with certain no rights among those life. From the moment of conception until natural passing, there's no man-made thing such as quality of life. All life is beautifully made by God. Next is liberty mm-hmm. with its free responsibilities. And in the pursuit of happiness is, you know, is Pudgy's dream, Bob's dream, Mary's dream to pursue. Not just success, but getting up every time we fail. And then the very next question is answered in the very next sentence. What is a legitimate role of government? It says to secure these rights, what rights? The individuals and the rights, a government instituted amongst men driving in just powers consent to govern. The consent of the government is the sovereign. We want unbiased umpires to keep the rule of law, not the rule of men. And what happened is if, if the government was just a balance, Jefferson listed 28 things he called tyranny. And we, we stand for that. We, we stand for that. We could change lives. Mm-hmm. Wow. Why, 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 why can't people... In your mind, in your own opinion, why can't people clearly see uh, the challenges that we face today? It seems that, you know, the conversations that people in groups that we're privy to and people that we talk to who, who I like to say know what's going on, who are alert, uh, aren't, the, aren't the same conversations that go on, on on Main Street, on Martin Luther King Avenue. You know, why can't people see what we, we see? Well, I think right now we've driven about 92,000 miles in this campaign this past year. And I believe mm-hmm. the many from one motto, which is America's motto, we keep our African-American culture, our Italian culture, English culture, we merge it into that one alloy of the strong American culture, which is from many one. They try to divide us, Pudgy. And when you look at everybody made in God's image as, as, a, as a special being, can we take those foundational mm-hmm. principles? I think that message is booming in places that people don't think it really is going. And sometimes I think they want to divide us into teams. They want to say you're a D or an R or you're, or you're this or you're that, break us up in genders or ages. No, it's from many one. And then how do you change hearts? There's a great Bible verse, Romans 12:9, that says, hate evil and clean the good. But the first two words are the most important, Pudgy. It is in genuine love. And when you take that message of liberty and freedom and the can-do attitude and the charity with the neighbor, the church, the synagogue, the families, that's superior. Government only takes the fruit of the labor. That's all it does. It does not make anything. The fruit of the labor, that's ours. We keep that. But the government keeps those rules outside that allow the, ground, the, the, the game plan to be fairly started at. And that's his role. Mm-hmm. And, and again, when you read our founding documents and apply them to today's issues such as Obamacare or Common Core or Gen 21 or the Second Amendment, today's so-called leaders pale in comparison to men like you know, Martin Luther King, uh, Frederick Douglass, Susan B. Anthony, you know, James Madison. We've got to get back to those men and women. There's a lot of people on fire today. I will say that, Greg, you, you being one of them, uh, definitely, cons- definitely spreading your conservative message throughout this state. And I think it's a great thing because what I've seen from when you speak places is that you challenge people uh, to read. You know, you challenge people to study. You challenge people to look at the Constitution in, in basically everything that you say. I, I know you have with me. I'll just be honest. And uh, mm-hmm. I've liked what I've seen. And, and that's a beautiful thing. So I, I definitely want you to continue with that message, man, if I can't offer anything and, and allow people to listen to the heart of you. And they can go out and, and, and seek and read and study the Constitution as you have, and they can understand those, you know, those topics and conversations that we have. Um, let, let me move on a little bit to what's going on here with you. You know, 
how do you intend to get out of the primary? It, let's let's say you make it out of the primary, you get into the general. How do you plan on beating the Hagen Obama machine in the general? Well, that's good. Again, we know who's in charge. It ain't man, so we, that's number one. Number two, sure. when you look at the last four PPP polls, the Democratic polls, we're the only candidate to beat Miss Hagen four months in a row. In one of the polls, mm. which scares them to death, I don't like using the hyphen America because I think we're just all Americans, but in the PPP poll, we had, I think, 24% of African Americans, 21% mm. of Hispanics, number one with kids under the age of 28, and number two with women. See, the coalition message of liberty and bonding and running for something and not attacking the ad hominem attack is building a winning coalition. But, sir, I read the Obamacare plan. I read mm-hmm. Dodd-Frank. I want to ask Ms. Hagan how she voted for a bill that's over 2,000 pages that exempts herself and her friends but strangulates the average American and saddest of all, the poorest of the poor. And then she votes for the Dodd-Frank bill that the mortgage crisis that the Federal Reserve and the government caused, that literally they take that, that, that crisis and then – she gives foreign banks trillion dollars. Barclays alone got $868 billion. I want her to answer those questions in front of a beautiful forum because her job is to be an ambassador <laughs> for North Carolinians. Whew. I, 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 I want to sit there front row and center when she's answering those questions in a beautiful forum. That's going to be very interesting. Um, what, what are key good, issues good for you? you mentioned, but, but, yes, sir. Huh? Yes, Go yes, ahead. Sir. I want to hear what you got to say. No, 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 nothing. I was, nothing. I'm all yours. Uh, key issues for North Carolina is obviously, or, or for the whole country, but just speaking on North Carolina, are, are jobs and, and health care. You know, um, what's your first move uh, concerning health care? Is it a full repeal? That's what I'm hearing out here, out here in North Carolina. Oh, yeah, it's a two-step process. I can touch you. I wrote an article that's out there on Facebook about three and a half years ago concerning health care of America, and I walked through the process of it, the philosophy of health care. The philosophy of health care is an individual basis, not a collective basis, number one. And number mm-hmm. two, the role of the federal government in the Constitution, Article 1, Section 8, there is no health care. When Senator Cruz, Senator Lee said defund it, that's what's in the Constitution. James Madison fought to defund bills, all appropriations in the House. We should ask is our Republican people in the House, why have they not defunded it, Article 1, Section 7, Clause 1? And then you repeal it. Does both. Number, th- number three, the state legislators, according to Article 6, Clause to the Constitution, have the power over the federal government on things not listed. And the Ninth and Tenth Amendment cement those. So I want to ask Mr. Tillis in the primary, why are there federal exchanges in my state? Why is there common core in my state? Why is it turning one in our state? These things are being attacked because I believe today's so-called servant leaders do not understand the Constitution. Alabama said no to Obamacare. Georgia, South Carolina, Montana, other states have said no. Why is it in our state when it should not be? Having making a law that lets federal exchanges come into our state is unconstitutional because we know from the debate in the convention in 1787 to 1789, our sovereign state would never, ever have given away our sovereignty to a federal government. I have a question I've been asking people, Pudgy. What if tomorrow mm-hmm. the federal government set a law that you need that? You, it's a one-child policy. What would North Carolina do? Wow. See, think about it. Because wow. Obamacare is, 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 is as bad as that. It infringes on your life. It discusses uh, it's anti-pro-life. There is a panel uh, section 6201 and 2, that literally has 15-member panel that declares who gets health care. It will affect life. It affects liberty because it literally takes away your money. An example here, Pudgy, this is mind-boggling. If you buy a silver plan, that means you make $33,000 a year. It means you take home mm-hmm. about $26,000 a year. You must give a Blue Cross Blue Shield $4,750 of your income. Then you get a 70-30 plan. And then you have to pay all your deductibles and co-pays. You've got to give Blue Cross Blue Shield roughly $9,000 of your $25,000 to be a citizen in the state. And the empowerment arm of Obamacare is the IRS, and they exempted themselves and their friends. Wow. Wow. And I, and I thought I knew a lot about Obamacare. I, I read HC3200, uh, not all of it in its entirety, because – Somewhere around page 800 and 1,025, I didn't know what I was reading anymore. 
I needed someone with your expertise <laughs> as hell. I'm serious, man. I, 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 I find I'm myself with you. I, I, read, I read that one and then the one that passed HR 3590. Everybody should do this. Go Google HR 3590 and just print the index. It's only 12 pages. And know those 12 pages and those titles, and you can see how intrusive on your life, on your liberty, on your pursuit of happiness, and their unconstitutional functions. Mm. Let, let me play devil's advocate here for a sec, okay? Because yes, there are a lot of there are a lot of people in in this uh, God's blessed United States who believe that there should be some sort of medical care revamp. There are also a lot of people in the state and, and in this country that believes that the government should supply should supply some sort of help for people who can't help themselves. Should there be a health care mm-hmm. bill at all? Well, and I, and here's how I would do it. First off is a right comes from God. A right does not come from the government. And a right cannot be taken from one service person, a doctor, and given to somebody else. Then you're, then you're infringing on that person. Say it be an attorney. An attorney must do it for free. The guy who picks up my garbage must do it for free. The guy who uh, mm-hmm. paints my house must do it for free. So we have to understand your labor is your property. But there is a role for federal government in health care, in any commerce. It's called the Commerce Clause, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 3, 16 words. It's to allow free trade with no tariffs or taxes across state lines. At one time, I wrote my paper in 2010, there were 267 health insurance companies in the United States. Pudgy, what if all 267, what if all 267 were in North Carolina competing for our dollar? Prices go down, quality goes up. But you have an exchange, a monopoly, where Blue Cross Blue Shield is the only exchange in the whole 100 counties, except for mm-hmm. one county, except four counties, there's another one. If that's your only con- there is no competition. See, that's the problem. So to make free market, that would help the individual. And then October, 20, October of uh, 26, 1943, is when the tax code got changed, where a company offering benefits to an employer employee got a tax write-off. That moment occurred. You got third-party people involved that has no bearing on the price. And what they do is they decrease access and increase cost. The government is the problem to the whole medical issue. And get the government out, it'll be gone. And doctors and nurses and healthcare workers, they want to help. And if a person can't afford it, believe me, pro bono happens all the time. Mm-hmm. In fact, wow. if I don't do pro bono for latest Medicaid, I'll be arrested for fraud because I, I must take the Medicaid money. Wow. On the air so with Greg answer. Brandon. It's called free exchanges. Uh, Greg, to me, I think the language gets crossed when you start talking health care, and, and especially to people who don't understand what's at stake. So when they hear things like full repeal, when they hear things like say no to Obamacare, they feel like you're saying that you hate them, you don't want them to get any kind of insurance, you don't want them to get any kind of assistance. That's the message that resonates across America. That's the things that I hear because I'm in the middle on both sides of the aisle and I'm listening to everybody. This show is definitely for the people. So what you just said, I think that's the message that needs to be spread. That's the message that needs to go forth. Hey, we can't afford Obamacare because A, B, C, D, E. I think that will be a lot clearer to people. uh, And and I think people will understand that more clearly. But furthermore, let me ask you this, based off what you just said to me. Do you believe that healthcare corporations have purchased the White House then, if, in that case? No, big pharma, big insurance, they mm-hmm. are the people that wrote Obamacare. The same group mm-hmm. of people, in fact, Obama administration said they actually modeled it after Romney Care. Okay? Absolutely. That's why this RD paradigm of healthcare still go away. We must go back. Mr. Tillis, he actually said there are some good things in Obamacare. There aren't any. It's unconstitutional. The best thing to get health care between Pudgy and his doctor, Greg and his doctor, is to get the government out of it. When the government got involved, I said in 43, and then really big in 65, health care costs went to the roof. It's a monopoly. These insurance companies and big pharma set up the games, increases the prices, and the taxpayer pays the burden. That's not free market. Mm. You know, so the answer is thank you for what you said about how I, I say it, but I've been saying that for the last four years. But on the campaign the last year, and it is a simple message, Pudgy, 
your labor, your property is yours. You and I have a decide on a free exchange ideas on what we want to do, our cost and our labor and our product. And what happens is access occurs. Well, I am so for health care. I'm so for the individual that I want the government gone. An example for this, Pudgy. Here's the one with Obamacare that people really must focus on. And I know I've already said this. Okay. If this law is so wonderful, then why do they exempt themselves and 2,200 companies of their friends? Man, I, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I don't – exactly. Okay, because that, that leaves me speechless. I've been saying that since day one. And and even that doesn't you know resonate to the ears amongst people who think that we're being extremists. So you know I, I today I don't even bother as much. Let, let me let me go on to this guy. You just said a name that I'm sure a lot of people have have heard and a lot of people are wondering about. Uh, Speaker Tom Tillis, uh, can you beat Tom Tillis? Oh no no doubt no, about that. He knows that too. Uh, we are very comfortable. Our internal polls are very optimistic. I think we have had four or five candidate forms, and he's not come to one as of yet. Um, I, I, he said a couple weeks ago he's chomping at the bit. Um, I, I, I can't wait. Um, you know, we are honored about this. This to me is not about his personality, about my personality. It's, not, it's, all, about, it's all about do you know the Constitution? Under his watch, Obamacare has federal exchanges. Under his watch, he wants 21.5% of our energy usage to be renewable green energy based upon climate change. That's a fallacy. Under his watch, May of uh, thir- and 13 under, under the session of legislators, Common Core became law. Yes, it came under Purdue in 2010 for the race to top money, but it became statute law under his watch. Agenda 21 with toll roads and the poor commercial fishermen in eastern North Carolina are getting destroyed under his watch. He believes, and he first said it's, he goes, we cannot, we have to win the Senate first and then become conservative. I say it's principles all the time. If our founders talked that way, we never would have been an independent nation. So the answer is, Amen. I know we are, because it's a, it's a battle of ideas, and we, mm-hmm. we are having a very, very good race with him. And I'm hoping to have those ideas, because I want to have the answer constitutionally. Why did, where, where does North Carolina bend their knee to the federal government on non-enumerated functions? You know, he's got a lot of money, <laughs> and uh, I see that you're drawing a lot of money here. And, and if folks, I think folks need to know how they can donate money to your campaign or how they can help you out because, let's face it, it takes money to win elections. It is what it is, yes, whether sir. we like it or not. It those is. are the cards we're dealt with. But, Pudgy, it's interesting. Our race is, don't forget, we got about 15,000 donations. That's voters. I think he has around 1,200 or 2,000. Our average person is $47. We are grassroots. Wow. We've raised about we've raised about half of what he's raised, which is pretty darn good. You know, he's backed by Carl Rove and, and McConnell and Boehner, and we're backed by Rand Paul and Freedom Works and Glenn Beck. The last two mm-hmm. weeks of our race, we've had more volunteers join in this short period of time. We've raised the most money at this time. We've opened our our, ni- our ninth office. We're opening three more offices across the state. We are. You know, when you have Rand Paul, Freedom Works, Glenn, Glenn Beck, and I talked about Eric Erickson, W. Brown from the Second Amendment, when you get those kind of people that are truly constitutional, all, first time, only time, and every time, Pudgy's contagious. Oh, no doubt. How do you, mm-hmm. how do you join our team? There's two. GregBrandon.com is where you could donate. A volunteer as well. I back Brandon.com. But GregBrandon.com, our Facebook, our webpage, our Twitter out there, everything's out there. Come to our offices. Our calendar on our webpage is where I'm speaking every single night. And as and Pudgy, as you know, I'm an OBGYN. Uh, I deliver babies mm-hmm. seven days a week, 24 hours a day. I'm a, I'm, I'm a true servant citizen. I am zero career politician. There'll be no lobbyists knocking on our door. Only, only the individual citizens of our state is who I work for. Wow. So you're actually still working now? Oh yes, sir. A man no work, a man no man. eat. I delivered. Uh, I, I delivered that, uh, two babies on fr- on Friday, and uh, I had surgery this morning before I gave a speech out in Rockham County. No, sir. I work every day. <laughs> we got Bill Cosby in the race. <laughs> well, hey, Bill, look, Bill, look. Bill Cosby had five kids in the show. I have seven kids. So yeah, other than that, yes, oh, my I, that, that's, that's 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 Bill Cosby. That that was my family growing up. Yes, I'm with you, sir. Seven kids, man. Seven kids. Real quick, what's their name in under a minute? Their names. 
I have, I have so it's, it's Mia, Callie, Lily. They're six. They're four, seven, and eight. Uh, Gracie, Maddie are seventeen, nineteen. Uh, my daughter Tyler's twenty-three. My boy Pete's twenty-one. Uh, we've been blessed. Mm-hmm. Last week, got to adopt from China. I am just my wife and I are blessed beyond words. But but Pudgy, why am I running? The nine thousand babies yeah. I delivered. My children, your children. If you and I, Pudgy, don't stand up, if we don't stand up and do not compromise, our children will live in a less free America with drones flying over, the Fourth Amendment being urinated on, uh, the, the Second Amendment being urinated on. Those things cannot happen. We are building a winning coalition that looks like North Carolina, the Piedmont, the, the, the beaches, the, the, the banking, the industrial, the farming, the agriculture, the, the natural resources we have, the, the Hispanic, the African-American. This is North Carolina. Let's take our strengths. Let's help each other with our weaknesses, stand on the rule of law for the future generations, and, and pledge We are 1770s. We are going to be bold and courageous, and thank you, God, 30 years from now. I, I, I feel it in the bones. Man, that's, 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 uh, that gives us some hope, man. That gives us some stuff to think about. As Little John would say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I saw, I saw an article, and I want you to clarify this, too, especially among our listeners, too. Something about a court case that you have going on. Now, me uh, being who I am, normally I would investigate this stuff. Hang on one second. But I didn't even click on it because I, I from the headline that I read, I'm going, nah, this can't be Greg. Is, is there really a court case going on? Is it really something happening well, the, or something you the, have to address? The, I was on the board of a company, and mm-hmm. uh, if you get a chance, uh, Pete Callinger uh, is 78. 5.70 a.m., my other CEO in the company, to spend an hour going over the detail. I'm still in the appeal, so I cannot talk about this, but it was mm-hmm. based upon integrity, and I would never, ever, ever back lose my integrity on this, and my reputation precedes what I do, and I've been attacked, and we're going to stand fight and fight for this clearly, and please ask me any question on anything, but we're at appeal on this, and we will turn. My, my word is, is all I have, Touchy. It's all I have. Well, so far your word has been bond around the state because, from what I understand, this has not affected your your race at all. If anything, it looks like you've gained momentum since. Yes, sir. It's galvanized because being in town 21 years and knowing reputation as who I am, um, I just cannot wait till everything comes out. But right now, since we're in that process, Pudgy, uh, I let the system work its way through, and we will come out the way it's supposed to be. But uh, I do not ever ever will give my integrity away. That's all I have. Before I die, I got, I got my word. Well, you know what? I, I Let me go back to when we first met, too. I, I believe that because just based off the simple fact, I remember you asked me a question. Now, I mean, I was a little bit offended. I just I didn't say nothing, but I was a little bit offended. You asked me, was I a man of God? And, and uh, you know, when we got together, we, we, you know, we said a prayer before we left. That's something that we mm-hmm. often do. And see, those things aren't even talked about, Greg. I, I bet you hadn't even mentioned that. You know, and, and that was a private meeting. I'm not going to get too much into it. And, and, you know, we talked about what we talked about with our group. And uh, you asked me to leave us in prayer. And, and I did. But, yep. man, I was offended a little bit, man. This, this brother asked me that I believe in God. I'm like, what? Man, don't I? I should look like I believe in God, Greg. What's up with that? Did you really think I believe in God? Well, well, no, well I, I want to ask the same thing about me. You know, I mean, again, we are believers. Means, means, means when we're believers, that means we know how wretched we are. We're believers. We know how we need a Savior. See, I mean, I know how wretched I am. So that's Romans 7. So, And, again, right. if you weren't a believer, I want to link arms with you and talk because now I have an opportunity to talk, to hear your side. All I want is the truth. And what I want to do is, again, I love being with all people. God makes us all. Mm-hmm. But when you recognize him, Pudgy, it's a freeing, it's a freeing way. It's, a, it's, it's just beautiful. And that's why, as a born again believer, I I want to I want to act on it, speak about it. The Hebrew word for lie it says it means two things: do not tell a falsehood, and do not be silent when you know the truth. And and that's why it's important we do this. That's why I'm not perfect, but He is. And that's why this race mm-hmm. is so important. There's another Bible verse: First Corinthians seven twenty three says we are bought at a price, not to be bond servants of men. And also mm-hmm. one other great Bible verse is Second Corinthians three seventeen says the Lord is spirit and when the spirit of the Lord is is free is liberty. We have that answer and we're blessed enough that our founders knew that at the beginning, even though they blew it, 
people with darker pigment were property. And only 30% of Americans mm-hmm. thought that, but they sold out. Mm-hmm. And then you, had, or then you had the idea of the abolition, you had the Civil War, we should we fix that. And then you have the idea that women can't vote. We fix that. We sh- our country shows its mistakes. We get strong with those. That's why I believe the future is the best. When we get all that garbage out of our way and we hold and hug each other as brothers and sisters in liberty, regardless if you're Jewish or an atheist or a Muslim, as to the only American cultures, all of those, that's where love's going to shine. Man, beautiful. Um, I only got one more question, and, and I know we're over the time, folks, but we pay for it. Um, <laughs> jobs. I, I can't, I can't uh, leave without bringing up jobs. It's, we got a huge thing going on here, a, a huge uh, problem. Look at our deficit, you know, our debt. It, it, it's amazing. And and there's not a lot of jobs right now, as some people would say. Although I've seen a lot of the numbers in the state, and, and, and it looks like I got to give a shout out to Governor McCroy, man. It looks like he's doing some good stuff to help bring some jobs to North Carolina. But uh, speaking of jobs, you know, where do you see yourself making a difference for North Carolina, given you're elected as senator? Yes. First off, is these numbers are are, are actually much worse. They stopped counting people in the mid-70s that have stopped looking for jobs. If you count the real unemployment, it's in the high teens, if not low 20s, number one. Number two, our dollar must go back to a gold standard. The Federal Reserve must be audited and gone. It's a private bank. From 1792 to 19... if from 1792 to 1913, our dollar backed by gold increased 17%. From 1914 till today, the last 100 years, it's decreased anywhere between 96 and 99%. Since 1971 alone, Pudgy, our dollars were 15 cents in the dollar. So it's the Fed is killing the jobs. Government does not create one job. What we need to do is get the government out of the way so that Pudgy invents a better widget. We try to do those kind of things. That was build jobs. The government, all it does is take and destroy in the economy. When you try to balance the economy, that's called Keynesian economics, that destroys the individual. When you get to Austrian mm-hmm. economics, pure laissez-faire, that's when we boom. So the answer is then Obamacare attacks one-fifth of the economy, right? One-fifth. So by getting that, by getting rid of the Federal Reserve, by getting back to the gold standard, those three things done, those three things, America could boom. From 1879 to 1900, our, with a gold standard and no Federal Reserve, our country grew at 65% per decade. Wow. My yes. friend, it's been yeah. a pleasure. And you are welcome to come back on this show anytime. When, once you get out of the general and you are elected, Make sure we do a live one-on-one interview where we're going to talk about some other things, too, as time goes on. And, uh, you know, let's do it by TV this time. <laughs> yeah, Pudgy, when we win this thing, I'm home at home. I'm doing my practice every weekend. We're going around the state, and we're going to go to every place around So I represent North Carolinians to the union. That's that's the job of the, of the senator, it was as if there was no 17th Amendment. I'm honored, Pudgy. It's gregbrand.com. Follow us at ibackbrand.com. If you guys get a chance, you can see my interview on Glenn Beck a couple weeks ago on our webpage. But Pudgy, it's been an honor knowing you for four years. And again, being a brother in the fight, I truly appreciate this. Hey, man, thank you for coming on and, and thank you for giving the answers that you did. Keep the good fight up, Greg. We're here at your disposal, my friend. Take care. Thank you, Pudgy. God bless. Bye-bye. God bless you. That's Greg Brandon, folks, senatorial candidate, North Carolina, the man who we want to beat, Kay Hagan. We want this man to have that seat. We definitely want to get him up, and we want to exalt this man. And, you know, gregbrandon.com, you guys check it out, man. If you got a dollar to give, they'll definitely take a dollar. They prefer five. Hey, maybe they prefer 10 to 20. Whatever you got will definitely be a benefit. You are, We are out of here, folks. And remember, God is love. Love is God. And don't forget to communicate with the stranger, man. That's the only true way to defeat evil. You got to open your mouth and say hello to people that's out there and introduce yourself. Without being personal, folks, we'll never get down to the issues that we all face. No matter the color, creed, or religion, or, or whatever the differences are, we got to communicate. Check you guys out next week. Same time, same place. KRP Radio Show is the web address. You can also check us out on Blog Talk. We're also on Twitter, at symbol KRP Radio Show, at symbol NC Pudgy is me. Make sure you add us. If you missed the show, check out the replay on the official KRPRadioShow.com or either on the Facebook page. It's Facebook.com backslash KRP Radio Show. We are out of here. You are BRG in my book. See you next week.